Hello, my silly strings. This is your rope dope host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his inside twine, Beware the Hairy Mango. I usually try to record when no one else is around to reduce background noise, but we're 21 days into this short national nightmare, and I need to hustle these things along to get them out on time. I don't care if there's a parade going by my window at this point. Hell, maybe something that distracts you from the actual content of this show will actually improve the podcast. Today's story is all about me running out of ideas and stringing together a bunch of jokes loosely related to a central theme. Sit back and relax, ladies and gentlemen, for you are about to experience the worst show on earth. The Worst Show on Earth by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Times were tough for Johnny Pueblo's discount circus, but at least it wasn't like he had once been on top and was now on the skids. Business had been shitty right out of the gate, and then even the gate had been repossessed. Johnny had figured he could make a killing catering to all the people who couldn't afford a good circus, and if he had tried catering to them, he might have done well. Instead, he tried circusing to them. So many circuses had a bearded lady that it had become cliche. Johnny stirred things up by advertising an unbearded man. People had flocked to see him on the very same day he'd forgotten gotten to shave and then word got out. Johnny couldn't keep a reverse sword swallower employed to save his life. Every single one had to be rushed to the hospital for emergency rectal surgery right after they started. What were the odds of something like that? Luck was against him. The only reason he was still in business was that he and his employees were able to survive on the large quantities of vegetables people were always throwing at them. No one was impressed with the low wire act. The trapeze artist came out and painted pictures of trapezes. Johnny might have quit if it wasn't for the one ray of sunshine in his life. The last act of the night when the lion infuriator sent the animals into audience attacking frenzies. One night, while the knife placer was setting cutlery down around his target, Johnny's whole life turned around. He was tapped on the shoulder by a large black ball made of iron who handed him a business card. It read, Sheila Watkins, Cannonball Human. Johnny didn't even check her references. You're hired. Now get out there. He didn't even care what she did. His only interest was scoring more vegetables. He hadn't been able to make his famous zucchini bread in weeks. Sheila rolled out into the center ring and performed her act. She sat at a desk and did paperwork for eight hours with a half-hour break for lunch. People went nuts for the act, especially the elephantitis man whose nuts were the size of two beanbag chairs. Johnny Pueblo's discount circus was back in business. Realizing he had been putting too much thought into this whole thing, Johnny began hiring anyone who showed up, and it worked wonders for him. There was the Rolling Manzinis, a husband and wife team with what they called a double unicycle act, which turned out to be them riding bicycles around the ring. There was the retired fire eater, who after 30 years couldn't eat another bite, but wowed audiences with his fire shitting act, which blackened toilets all across America. Things were looking up for Johnny. Business was so good he was forced to buy his own vegetables. But then a string of problems ended it all. Among other things, the country went to war again, and Sheila, the cannonball human, was drafted into an artillery division. She did paperwork for them eight hours a day. The fire shitter had an accidental run-in with a high-powered bidet which ended his career forever. And perhaps the greatest personal blow was when Johnny's old friend, the elephant Titus man, realized he could rent himself out his dorm room furniture and actually get paid to let college girls sit on his nuts. But Johnny came from a long line of Pueblos, and it was in his nature to rise from the mud. As crowds grew angrier every night, Johnny had the bright idea to open up Johnny Pueblo's discount farmer's market right outside the tent. He was back in zucchini bread in no time. 
If this story sat on your nuts, you can bake them and other ingredients into your bread at the web oven of the baker's oven, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Orate obscenely in the comments for this post or fizz email me and we'll drink our pops at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or eat our moms at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. That came out completely wrong. In our stinky litter box, the SF and SF Signal stands for Soaking Fur Balls, which is what we at SFSignal.com like to do with the dried up hairballs from our deceased cat, Mr. Clammy Paws. We pop them into our mouths and get them all spitty and phlegmy before coughing them up and reliving fond memories. Twitter that you're bitter that all the strongest coffees aren't following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. No, no, I don't need your sugar. I'll just dip my finger in it. I usually keep my hand in a tub of aspartame by my desk. I've been begging for money all month long because it refuses to beg for itself. But if you can't donate or subscribe, just spread the word. I'll even give you free shit. Tell people on your social media doodads about BewareTheHairyMango.com and make sure I see it. As I said, I'm at upwithgravity on Twitter and I'm Matthew Sanborn Smith on Facebook, Google+, and just plain reality. Anyway, do that in the month of May and I'll send you the only episode of a special supporters-only show called Beware the Sheltered Mango. If you plug the show on some other social media site, just send me a screenshot or something because I can't imagine wanting to participate in yet another time suck. This podcast swings swashbucklingly down onto your deck and demands all of your doubloons, rum, shaving kits, alabaster paperweights, shocking literature, maple sugar candies, personal space, all-star jerseys, rectal thermometers, outlooks on life, all-star paperweights, rectal candies, and Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international licenses. Until Paul McCartney starts a new band called Flippers, this will mosey on over to Matthew Sanborn Smith, who reminds you, he who laughs last is kind of slow on the uptake. Don't stare at him. Good night.